challenge us all to focus our attention on one more special phrase that we discover in the vocabulary of the Christmas story. It's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 7, where the Bible says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Swaddling clothes. Almost no translation uses that term anymore. As I looked at some of the various translations this past week, I discovered that some say she wrapped him in cloths. A couple say wrapped him in warmed clothes. One even says strips of cloth. None of them use the term swaddling clothes. And yet tonight as we prepare to share in the Lord's Supper, I want us to remember that that's a very special phrase. It's not an accidental term that's found in Scripture. There are three things I want you to know about swaddling clothes this evening as we prepare for the Lord's Supper. The first is that swaddling clothes were special blankets prepared with a newborn in mind. When the Bible uses that term swaddling clothes, you don't just think about a blanket here or a sheet there or a piece of something that was found somewhere. You're talking about something very specific that was very important to Mary and to the mothers of her day. You see, when Jesus was born, Mary wasn't willing to make use of just any old cloth available. The Bible's not saying there was a blanket that was found in the inn or something that was discovered in the stable or something they picked up along the way. She wrapped her child in swaddling clothes. Swaddling clothes had a single purpose. They were designed to protect a newborn baby. They snuggled around that child just right. They had special folds that were intended to protect his or her head from the wind and the cold to make a newborn feel protected and cared for. When you think about the fact that the Bible describes swaddling clothes, what you're remembering is this was a symbol that a mother cared deeply for her newborn baby. It was a symbol of her love, and she had prepared to take care of her baby from the moment he was born. When Mary wrapped her son in swaddling clothes, it was because she wanted him to know from the beginning this was going to be a place where she would comfort him and care for him and protect him and provide for him. And from the beginning, he would know how much she loved him. Second thing you need to know about swaddling clothes is this. They revealed a spirit of anticipation. We know about the journey that Mary and Joseph made from Nazareth all the way to Bethlehem in order to be in that place where they had to be registered. What we may not realize is that Mary had made sure before they ever left home that her swaddling clothes were packed away in the baggage that they would carry with them all the way to Bethlehem. Before she ever left Nazareth to make the journey, she had anticipated that the birth of her child would probably take place before they ever returned again. She knew the moment was about to happen. And so she brought the swaddling clothes because she expected to need them in the very near future. She came to Bethlehem with a spirit of anticipation that God was about to keep his promise. 
that the one she had expected since the visit of Gabriel was going to bring salvation to his people and it was going to happen while they were far from home. So she made sure that the swaddling clothes were included in everything that was packed away because she knew God's promise is about to be kept. It's all about to happen. And I don't want to get to that point where the Son of God comes into the world and I'm not ready for it. So she packed her swaddling clothes away to make sure everything would be ready. But it's the third thing. It's the third thing that matters the most. You need to know that swaddling clothes were lovingly and carefully prepared by a mother herself. In Jesus' time, the moment a young woman discovered she was going to have a baby, she would be, begin to prepare her swaddling clothes. It was part of what she did to make sure she took great care of her young one that was coming. She would commit herself to, to making the blanket a thing of beauty, adorned with special embroidery, patterns she had chosen for herself. She wanted it to be something special that she would wrap her baby in for the very first a very first time. A mother wanted everyone who saw her baby to know her child was treasured and her child was loved. And so she spent months preparing that blanket that she was going to wrap her baby in for the very first time. We understand that. Mothers today will think to themselves about what they want to take to the hospital so they can bring their baby home adorned in the correct way or when the time comes to dedicate their baby to the Lord in church then they'll have exactly the right clothing and that's just a glimpse of what it was like to prepare swaddling clothes for a young mother to sit down and think about a design and what she wanted it to look like and what colors she wanted to use and what she wanted it to symbolize and she spent great care and much time preparing those swaddling clothes she wanted it to be the best that she had to offer. So Mary lovingly and carefully packed the special blanket away. And when Jesus was born, she lovingly wrapped him in that blanket that she had prepared. A lot more than strips of cloth, huh? A lot more than a random blanket. It was an expression of worship and of love tonight as we prepare for the Lord's Supper this is what I want you to understand when Mary wrapped the Lord in swaddling clothes she was welcoming him with the best she had to offer there was nothing in the world more carefully prepared a lovingly given and she welcomed the Son of God into the world with all of her heart and that's what we do when we share Christmas Eve communion, we bring our best to the Lord. On this Christmas Eve, we offer him the best we have to offer. We give it to him without reservation. We receive him into our world and into our lives and into our hearts. And we do it all by offering him the best we have by receiving the Lord's Supper. Because when we come to the Lord's Supper, we come to the Lord's Supper not casually and not easily and not thoughtlessly. We come to say, Lord, 
I want you to have my best. I receive what you've done for me. And I give you the best of what I have to you. So this evening, let me invite you to join me in preparing to share in the Lord's Supper. And as we prepare to remember, we bring our best to the one who deserves it the most. Let me invite our deacons to come forward as we prepare to share in the Lord's Supper. Lord Jesus Christ, Prince of Peace, be born in our world anew, where there are searching hearts, where there are broken lives, where people walk in darkness. Come, Lord, with healing and with help. Dear Lord, this Christmas, open our eyes to your glory. Open our ears to the angel song. Open our hearts to your transforming love. Come, O light of the world, and shine in the darkness of our sin and doubt. And here at your table come to us with forgiveness for our sins, with grace to enable us to live, and with sheer joy. Amen. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. Let's join together in prayer. Father, we thank you for the body of Christ. We thank you, Lord, that when you came, you came flesh and blood just like us. And when you died, Father, your body was broken. So, Lord Jesus, as we share in the bread, we pray that you will help us to prepare ourselves anew to offer the best of who we are and the best of what we have to the one who deserves more than we could ever offer him. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let all mortal flesh keep silence And with fear and trembling stand Ponder nothing earthly-minded For with blessing in His hand our God to earth descendeth our full homage to demand King of kings yet born of Mary as of old on earth he stood Lord of lords in human vesture in the 
body and the blood he will give to all the faithful his own self for heavenly food rank on rank the hosts of heaven spread its vanguard on the Jesus said, this is my body which is broken for you. Take and eat this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, he took the cup. Let's pray. Father God, we are so grateful for your son 
who came, Lord, that we might have eternal life with you. We thank you for the sacrifice and the shed blood. Now, Lord, as we, we celebrate this time, be with us throughout this service. Be, out, be with us throughout this time. And we pray thee all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This cup is the cup of a new covenant.
This cup is the new covenant. In, in my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Bible tells us that Jesus and his disciples concluded the first Lord's Supper by singing a hymn together. And after that, they made their way to the Garden of Gethsemane and to the events of his crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Tonight, we conclude with a hymn as well. We conclude with the hymn, Silent Night, a time that reminds us that while Jesus came to give his life, we are called to be the light of the world. So let's join together in sharing this time of lighting of our candles. Let's stand together.
evening together to take an hour and remind ourselves of the things that matter the most. And I'm glad you were here to remember the one who came for us and the one who died for us and the one who will return for us. It's been a good evening together. Let me remind you as you leave that there will be a benevolence offering taken up for the Alabama Baptist Children's Home. And if you'll pass the deacons outside, if you'd like to share in that, you would certainly be welcome to. Also, let me remind those of you who donated poinsettias, if you would pick those up this evening, take them home and enjoy them through the holiday season. You know, the Reverend Roosevelt Morris is the executive pastor of Sixth Avenue Baptist Church, and that's really important. But what's really, really important is he's Evie's husband. And we're glad that he got to be with us tonight. They don't get to worship together very much. And Roosevelt, I wonder, would you come to the pulpit and lead us in our closing prayer this evening as we're dismissed. Thank you, God, for Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for family. Thank you, God, for our church. Thank you, God, for allowing us to be salt and light. And may we spread the light of your love everywhere we go. In the name of Christ, let the people of God say together, amen. Amen. God bless you. We're dismissed.